Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Clean Simple Free podcast. Today we have a fantastic interview with Carl Stabe, the author of Bring Gratitude. This was such an enlightening conversation and so many great topics were covered, from living in the present moment, making friends with our inner voices, and of course, how to bring gratitude to our days. I would like to provide a trigger warning here because while this is mostly a lighthearted interview on bettering yourself, Carl does discuss his father becoming ill and passing away. So if you're at all sensitive to this sort of topic, feel free to sit this one out. For the rest of you, stay tuned and we'll dive right in right after the break. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How about you? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing great. I just asked that. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Let's let's see how long we can keep this going. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's like when you sit down at a meal and the waiter says, enjoy your meal, and you say you too, and you're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I have been so looking forward to having you on the show, so it's great to virtually meet you. Yeah, same here. So for our listeners, can you introduce yourself? Yes. I'm Carl Stabe, the author of Bring Gratitude, and I help people unlock their stories so they can, you know, push things aside and really live their true selves. The title of your book, Bring Gratitude, it seems pretty self-explanatory at first glance, but for those who haven't read it yet, can you elaborate on what it's about? Yeah, so uh, when my father was passing, um, I struggled with processing what was going on um, and how quickly he started kind of uh, becoming sick and getting sicker. And I knew that the end was coming and I needed something to help me understand and make the situation something that I could make myself stronger from. And so I started, I kept a gratitude journal. I tried in the past and, uh, you know, I would keep it for a little bit, but then it would end up falling off. Um, and this time it stuck because I really had a, a mission and that, yeah, mission was to kind of, you know, remember things about my father, remember stories that occurred good and bad. And so I could learn from them and really make the best of, you know, a tough situation. Wow. Well, that's that's really inspiring. I'm sorry for your loss. And it's, it's so great that it came from a way to cope as a result of tragedy. And you've turned it into this great thing. And that gratitude and the practice of actually writing down what you're grateful for came from such a terrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's amazing what the brain will do when you focus it in a direction. And this is really what the biggest lesson that I learned from it was I struggle with my attitude. I complained a lot. I've known this for a while, but I never really, really dove deep. You know, I tried certain things, some surface level stuff. And when I went all in on my gratitude journal, you know, for example, like one of the stories that that's in the book is I, I was having a tough time. I call him in the morning. I'd give him a joke of the day and yeah. try to make him laugh while he was in the hospital. And, uh, cause I live in San Antonio. Uh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania. So he was up there uh, with my mom. And, uh, I remember when I hung up the phone right around then I pulled into the parking lot and I just broke down crying. Yeah. And, 
I was just like, ah, it's just having so much trouble processing it. So because of I was writing these little stories down, it gave me a focus to like, okay, like, you know, if I'm going all in on this gratitude thing, what can I do in this moment? What that meant then was I was going to make the best of it and I was going to try my best to help myself. And so what I did, I just started thanking everything that I saw. I would thank a lamp. I would thank a license plate. I would thank a cup on the ground because it meant that this is the moment I was in and I was going to appreciate this moment for exactly what it was. It brought a lot of truth to the situation. And, you know, and what I realized is there's there's always a, there's a thousand ways you can look at things, a million ways. And it's up to us to decide what direction and, and how we chose choose to look at something. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could look at thanking a license plate as something that is very absurdist. But when you put it in the context that you did, it's actually a very meditative sounding practice of just being in that moment and realizing, wow, I'm actually here. Um, my heart is beating. My eyes are working just fine to be able to take in these surroundings. That's a very interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it really helped ground me and, and you know, bring some sanity to a tough situation. I can imagine so. Yeah. Well, that's great that that's a tool that was able to get you through such a, such a, again, just such a horrible time. Well, I'm very much looking forward to reading it. And it would appear that there's a lot more involved than just practicing gratitude from what we've covered here. And it sounds like your book is kind of all about the steps to take to develop that mindset of gratitude. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, the subtitle of the book is uh, little mindset practices that you can use to bring uh, joy back into your life. It's the little things that we focus on that add up and to really make positive change in our lives. You know, if we want more energy, we want better health, we've got to start with the small stuff. We, you know, too often we go for these grand gestures, which, you know, in, in a way is great because it helps move the needle, but it ends up, we, we kind of fall back into our old patterns because we don't have these little bite-sized chunks that we can take and, and slowly, you know, change how we view things, change the stories that we tell ourselves get rid of sometimes these really limiting beliefs. Like one of mine was like, you know, how, how am I going to live without my dad? You know, yeah. and it's a very uh, sudden one and, you know, one that is quickly dismissed because I'm like, well, I got a family, I got two sons, you know, of course, you know, I'm going to live on, but, you know, just that planting of that thought, you know, uh, sets you back and, and, you know, almost kind of can spin you into a depression if you're sure. not careful. And then this was my way of like, you know, figuring out how to work on my mindset and how to use this as a springboard. Because I, I think every every day is a transition. It's a micro transition of our, of our larger life. What I try to tell a lot of people in my community and, and my clients is to start on focusing on a, a little part. For example, every night you brush your teeth. And uh, if you're brushing your teeth, what do you think about? And usually at night, it's like, you know, you're thinking about maybe the movie you watched or the TV show or things you got to do tomorrow. 
So I tell people to flip that on their head and say, okay, focus on the things you're grateful for, for those two minutes. And if you can do that, then, you know, and you do that every single day, try it just for 30 days, right? Because once you hit that 30 day mark, you can really gauge if this is something that's helping you or not. If it's helping you and you're like, I feel better because gratitude is so many benefits. Uh, It reduces stress, um, helps you pause. It puts you in the present moment. It reduces a lot of like uh, heart issues. There's uh, uh, neural connections that are being made. So as you, especially if you do this at the end of the night, you know, and I always tell people, you know, one of the most important things is having a real simple evening routine, something that you can do to set yourself up because, you know, what's happening when you sleep is your neural connections are solidifying, you know, um, and, you know, if you notice, like if you dream the people in this audience, if you're dreaming and you have a dream about work, you're probably processing some anxiety. If you have a dream about family members, these are things you're thinking about good and bad. It doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other. If you can create a type of mindset that is focusing on a positive future, on things you're grateful for, the things that you know that's going to help build you up and and make you stronger, that's the stuff that's solidifying as you sleep. And you're more likely to wake up with more energy, uh, a better attitude, and, you know, willing to, you know, take a little bit more risk because you're willing to try things that maybe you were afraid to. And what I've noticed is when I started keeping a gratitude journal, I procrastinated less because I wasn't afraid to tackle things. I was grateful for just that opportunity. And because I was focused on being grateful for that opportunity. There's so much good that you just said here. So I, I had written down a quote from your website. You say that one of your focuses is making gratitude a key component of your mindset. And the way that you put it with just taking those two minutes that we take to brush our teeth, that's so achievable and so possible. And it is difficult sometimes whether somebody's starting to declutter their home or starting a workout routine. We have these lofty goals and aspirations, like you said. And I think a lot of times we tend to overlook the small steps and not celebrate those small victories to get there. Yes, exactly. It's funny that you you talk about simplifying because I think, so I have an evening routine. I call it SOAR. It's simplify, uh, observe, appreciate, and reflect. And simplify, uh, I actually, at the end of the night, I like to go around and, and I, I'm working on becoming a minimalist. I am far from it, but I take small little steps. Uh, I either find something that I want to donate or I'll clean up a little corner. Like a lot of times my desk will have post-it notes. I'll make it fresh. So when I wake up in the morning, I don't have all these distractions um, and things that are like pinging my brain so I can focus on what I really want to. And then uh, for observe, I observe the feelings going on. Like a lot of times I have tension because I work at a computer all day and just observing it is me noticing what's going on inside of me and bringing that awareness and then appreciation is the gratitude stuff. I always, you know, write my gratitude at the end of the day. And then reflection. Um, and one of the best questions uh, to ask yourself is, what did I do well today? 
We'd let our inner bullies beat us up and throw us around. Uh, I like to call my inner bully Arnold because it's like my nine-year-old self and my father who was German. So it's got like a Arnold uh, type of accent who like <laughs> likes to beat me up and like put me down and hold me down. And so, but by labeling him Arnold, you know, I, I've come to terms with him. He's become a friend of mine now versus like somebody that's like trying to hold me back and somebody I should be afraid of. I love that. That is so, first of all, so creative. And it reminds me of things that I've read, like strategies that psychologists employ and say that if you have bad self-talk or bad inner thoughts, that you should assign a name to it. And then you can just say, you know, shut up, Arnold, <laughs> if, you, if it's something negative or if it's something positive, like you said, you can come to embrace it as a friend. That's so cool. What a unique way to look at it. Yeah. And I try not to, I, you know, like it is the, the instinct is to say, shut up, Arnold, you know, but I think sure. the idea for, for me is like, is curiosity. Right. Like, and I think when you, when you like look at this voice, the, and there's, there's might be multiple different types of voices. There could be part of your mom in there too. Maybe your mom was very encouraging or maybe she wasn't, or, you know, maybe your brother's in there and, you know, maybe a good friend. Um, And it's just understanding like, we have different parts of our personality. It's not, it's not, you know, anything weird or, you know, like you have multiple personality issues. We just all, you know, see, we have different, you know, stories in our head and different people who have influenced us over the years. I mean, think back, uh, so many uh, people, you know, have told me like, I'm not good at math. And a lot of times it's just that one teacher that told you that. And therefore, it's that story that keeps going on in your head and you've never, did you, you know, validate it? Have you, have you noticed like, hey, like you have a job and you, you can function well and you do things well. Like we use math in so many different ways. It doesn't have to just be algebra. It's, you know, geometry, it's spatial recognition. There's so many ways to being good at math that maybe you're not giving yourself credit for. That's a really good way to put it. And yeah, a lot of those things from our past can cling on and can really shape the way that we think about things and shape our inner voices, as you put it. And yeah, I think making peace and kind of coming to terms and making friends with those voices. It sounds so um, yes, it out does. there, but I totally, <laughs> get, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, all the comments uh, for this episode are going to be like, oh, yeah, she has voices in her head, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's really, really cool. So obviously, with your father passing, um, the big question that jumps out when first visiting your website is, do you appreciate each day like it's your last? I can imagine that that question has come from what you experienced with your father. And I just, I think that's such a great reality check and it's so important to focus on, especially as we live in such an increasingly fast paced world. It's really important to, you know, look at the, um, you know, the 10,000 foot view of what's going on and how you live your life. You know, if you look at your life and you wake up in the morning and your first thought is, man, I got to 
do this today or got to get ready for this. You know, you're already starting your story of like, I'm going to trudge through this day and make it through so I can get to the end. And this is what I like to call the, you know, the checklist technique that a lot of times, um, you know, doesn't serve us well to enjoying the moments that we're doing the things that we are doing. It's like, okay, I got to wake up, use the bathroom, check, brush my teeth, check, hop in the shower, check, make breakfast, check. But we aren't taking the time to appreciate these things, really be grateful. We can afford food. We can um, have time, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes for breakfast to like, enjoy it and and you know how are we making sure that we are pausing to say wow like i'm never going to eat this meal again and the more that we are in tune with it and appreciating it the more present we are and the more joy comes out of it you know it's uh, I've, I've talked to countless parents who like, oh, yeah, I, I read to my kid and I notice the voices in my head just thinking about things like, oh, don't forget this. Oh, I got to make sure I do this, uh, send this email or, oh, I got to do this before I go to bed. And we're not fully present reading to our own kids, usually a, a fun book. And if we can be a little more present. It's more fun for the kid. It's more fun for us. Actually, just last night, so my mom's been staying with us uh, for the past couple months. And, you know, we've gotten into a routine. And uh, my mom and I used to play this card game called Pinochle. It's an old game. I don't know if you've ever played it. And we played for the first time last night. But for the past, you know, six weeks that she's been with us or seven weeks, we haven't we haven't done that. So I had this card deck and, you know, we just kept the routine going. And, you know, a lot of times I'm still doing some work um, after I get the kids to bed. And I was like, let's play cards. Like we have this. And what I realized is, is my mom and I laughed more during that time. And we've been having fun making dinner and, you know, uh, she's been great. Um, But we laughed more in that game time than we had, um, probably in the past few days, just because it's just a very interactive thing. And I realized how I, in the present moment I was playing this game. And then all of a sudden, I after it was over, I was like, wow, like I had more fun with my mom <laughs> in that game than I had all week. And it was Aww. because I spent time and I made time. And I think these things that we can do, like reading a book, even like brushing your teeth, staying focused on on just the opportunity to brush your teeth and how great it feels. And, oh, you talked about celebration, like it's so important. And I want to add to that because when we do celebrate, sometimes, you know, it's like, you know, with a drink or um, for the big events like a promotion. But celebrating how things feel when we do like reading a book to our kids. Like usually it's like, and I fall, I fall in this trap too, is you close the book. Okay. Let's go brush your teeth. There's not that pause of like, wow, like we just read a book together. Even if it's just one second of celebration of like, that was a cool moment. I'm glad I had that moment. Okay. Now let's go brush teeth. 
I've been practicing that. That's been like my main focus is trying to do more of, of that and taking those one to two second opportunities to feel my body in that moment and how it's feeling and you know and and do i feel light do i do i want to do more of this thing like now i'm like i can't wait to play cards with my mom again you know because it Aww. really it, it i could feel it i could you know the little extra energy that i have and i think to me that's what a big part of what gratitude does is it you know people talk about you know wanting more energy and eating better and exercising which are both very important but i think it starts with your your mindset because that's where 95 percent of the battle is because if you can be grateful that you have an opportunity to go for a walk and get your heart moving and get outside that's the first step because you're looking to say that's something I want to do. That's something I'm looking forward to. This is why I'm looking forward to it. Man, that why is important because if you understand your why, it's so much easier to say, yeah, of course I'm going to put on my running shoes. I'm going to, you know, get out there and get moving. And that makes such a huge difference to me, you know, doing that thing that's good for me. I know I definitely fall into this category of the checklist mentality, that trap that you were talking about during this time of uncertainty. Um, at the time of this recording, it's April for our listeners. Um, <laughs> so a lot of us are in shelter in place. It's very difficult to get out of that like to-do list mentality and that to-do list mindset. But when I think back over the years, like as a kid, I would play Canasta, a card game with my grandma. And I just remember those times so fondly and so vividly. And I think the older we become, the harder it is for us to really appreciate those moments because we're so bogged down by day-to-day -day tasks. Yes, exactly. And like, you know, now that you're thinking, you're like, man, like, I should teach somebody else to play this game with me. And as I was, yeah. you know, like, why not? Like, you know, and I was like, oh, I should teach this game to my wife, which, you know, I haven't made time for because we get in our routines, too. And yeah. I think that's one of the things uh, I think to a joyful life is breaking up your routine you feel reinvigorated. Well, we can do these things. Even, you know, like you said, we're, we're dealing with COVID-19 and we can still bring fresh perspective to what we're doing and, and how we're doing it. If we are willing to take that extra time, you know, set some, you know, and, and I love scheduling stuff on my calendar. Um, I love uh, setting alarms. Um, to remind me to do stuff. And, uh, you know, it might be instead of going for a walk, maybe I go for a bike ride. And, you know, it's so hard to like kind of break out of those routines. But, you know, I actually have a reminder on Sundays, like do something different today. And I have a list. I have a list of different things I can do so I don't have to think too hard about it. Right. Like if you see your alarm and you're like, Oh, I gotta do something different today. Okay, I'll do I'll do that different. And it might be drawing. It might be uh, listening to a different type of podcast. Uh, it might be reading. And usually, I read um, uh, nonfiction books. You know, a lot of them like personal development, um, uh, brain science type books, mm -hmm. uh, happiness books. 
but uh, I'll write, you know, read a fiction book. And uh, lately I've been um, into John Steinbeck. Oh, like I, I almost like the book's actually sitting right next to me. And I'm like, I almost want to pick up the book and read you the first chapter in the book, The Pearl. It describes just this early morning and it talks about uh, the animals that, uh, you know, dig up twigs and push and, and looking for any leftover food. And the way he describes it, I'm like, it's just beautiful. And you're like, just things like that where you don't get that type of writing in a nonfiction book, you know, and like that's the type of stuff that can really light up your brain and like, you know, help you think in different ways. And and that's kind of like a little mini vacation for your brain that we should try to do more often. I agree. I think that about does it. Do you have any parting words or additional advice to offer before we wrap up the episode? I, I put a couple things together uh, for your audience. So if they go to bring gratitude slash plan, and the idea is kind of planning your gratitude out, like how does this work? How does your how do you start working on these little habits and, and working on your mindset? And in there, they can sign up and they get a, a little one-page document. It's the SOAR document. And uh, they also get the four levels of gratitude and how that works. Um, oh. And then like kind of a, kind of step-by-step, step, just little prompts to help them make this a daily part of their lives and uh, start making those um, changes in their life. That's awesome. Well, speaking of appreciation, I really do appreciate that. And I'm sure my listeners will as well. Well, thank you so much. You've given me so much information to think on myself personally, and I think my audience will really appreciate and enjoy this interview. And I'm just so glad you could be here today. Oh, I had a great time. You you were fantastic. And um, yeah, I hope we can stay connected because, uh, you know, the more good people I can stay connected with, the better. Well, you take care, Carl, and you have a great day, okay? All right, you too. Thanks. Carl has recently launched his own podcast called Dig to Fly, so check it out on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening platform. You can also get that checklist he mentioned and visit him on Instagram through the links in the show notes below. Have a happy Thanksgiving, much love to you all, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life, and when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you guys next time.